0: Hi, my name is Marissa Klein. I'm the founder of Choice Fashion and Media and co host of the career inspiration podcast, The Dreamcatchers. And I am Jamie Stozer, the other co host of The Dreamcatchers and the VP of Fashion and Media, at Choice Associates. Up next is a special edition of The Dreamcatchers. We've curated our favorite dreamers and doers for an inspirational conversation. Thanks for joining us and hope you enjoy. Good morning. Can you hear us okay, Ming? Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this beautiful backdrop. This is our first time back at Bellworks, you guys, since February doing a panel like this. We made it. Um, We have been here. I have been here personally. I came to the amazing drive-in movie situation that was happening here, and I've been to Jersey Freeze that opened inside. But I have not been here to work since our February how it works panel so welcome back to how it works thank you pal and brooke for helping us get this together and plan it in this beautiful socially distance outdoors beautiful and literally and figuratively holding down the fort yeah like actually and this amazing um whatever is happening right here um i'm jamie for those that don't that don't know me jamie stoser i'm one half of the dream catchers this is my sister marissa hi good morning everybody i'm I'm working inspired this morning. Yes, I'm so excited to be drinking my coffee out of this beautiful Bellworks mug. I'm like, actually I'm just, just really excited that. to be sitting here somewhere wearing a bottom and <laughs> outside. Bottoms. And Paula just asked me a few minutes ago, like, how do I feel? And I was like, well, I haven't had much time with Marissa lately. And I'm speaking about my third person, which is myself. And it feels really nice to get dressed and drive somewhere that's about what I want to do when I want to do it. And drink coffee outside in front of a fire pit. I'd like to switch the cock, uh, the the drink that yeah, I like. Had. I might spike my my mug. But, my like, that's, that's a story um, for another. Anyway. Day. I am I'm thrilled to be here, and and we have an exciting conversation today that we believe is extremely relevant, which is something that we've. We've worked hard with Pal and Brooke this entire time through the How It Works capsule to try and bring conversation to light for the Bellworks community and beyond. That is extremely relevant and very timely. Um, and, and it has always been career-based. And I think what makes Jamie and our job, my job right now so special is unpacking career and how it works in this moment. So our theme today is about escaping reality. So we have these three... Gorgeous women that are here to remind us how we, too, can escape our reality. I can't imagine any of us wanting to escape reality right now is is an interesting reality. And, you know, I I actually on the way here had a situation happen to me, which I find relevant and I shared with like my girlfriends, but I'll share with the audience. This was the first time I like got up, got dressed, did my hair, put a jacket on, boots on, the whole to do basically since February. I've been dressing out, but I wasn't like this going to work. And I was like feeling good about myself this morning. I'm like, I got this. Like I could do this. Like this is normal. This feels good. And I got to Starbucks to get my coffee, which is in here, which I switched to this beautiful mug. And the barista says to me, "You look great." And I was like, I, like, basically cried in her lap. She's like, your aura is just so bright today. I'm like, oh, I love you. Like, can I take you with me? And I really think that, like, it's important for all of us to come up with ways, whether for me this morning was a, a quick moment to myself getting coffee, not rushing to somewhere for my children, husband, other lives but for me, so thank you for joining me on this journey today. What I would love to do first is just have everyone go around and introduce themselves to the audience, give us your name, where you work, um, and maybe a little, like just a snippet of why you believe you have something to say about escaping reality. So I'll start with you, my friend, to my right. Thanks.
1: Um, I'm Jessica uh, Ladaga, and I work at the Monmouth County Library as a librarian. I think that literature is incredibly relevant today, uh, especially for escapism. Mm -hmm. It's somewhere you can go to broaden your horizons, uh, and it's definitely somewhere you can go to reduce stress. And you work here in the building at Bellworks. I do. I work for the Monmouth County Library System, but you can always find me at at the Homdell Branch, which is right here in Bellworks.
0: Awesome. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. And you, Marlena, go ahead and introduce
2: yourself to our audience. Hello. My name is Marlena McGee and I'm the owner of Skin and Grace, which is a holistic skincare business. And I just have to say, this is like a vacation being here, right? Now. right. <laughs> We've been transported. Yes, we have. This is also um, one of my first times out of the house dressed um, without my daughters. So I am loving this. I'm having an uninterrupted glass of coffee, <laughs> a warm cup of coffee. And um, I believe it's so important right now to find uh, rituals and practices that we can do at home in the current climate to help us um, return home to ourselves and escape the chaos of everyday life right now.
0: Thank you for coming, Marlene. I can't wait to hear all of your stuff. Um, And you, my friend over here by yourself, on your beautiful couch (laughs) with like lots of accoutrements on your left and right. I,
3: I know. I have a lot of nice things here. No, you could just oh, lay I down, like
0: by the way. No I'm one really will can, judge actually, you. We should all just lay down on the Yeah, like just lay the hell down. And, <laughs> and not have my <laughs> kid interrupt me. Yeah, yeah. And totally. not your
3: mom, mom. Mom. Right,
0: right so Ooh. yeah
3: I, I said i told him i changed my name yeah um so anyway i'm michelle de i'm one of the owners of escapeology which is right here in bell works in Homedale, new jersey at this beautiful setting that we're in um i too am so happy to have gotten dressed this morning before actually yesterday i didn't get showered until 2 30. so this mm-hmm. is a big improvement mm-hmm. today um and also just escaping reality of getting back to school and everything um and it's just uh just really happy to be here and I'm um, really happy that my business, Escapology, has started to give a lot of people um, a way to escape reality and give them back a little bit of fun, but also in a very safe atmosphere since it's all exclusively private. So everyone's really enjoyed just coming with their family of four still and actually doing something
0: that was just uh,
3: a little bit more a little bit more than just playing uh, Legos. I've done a By lot way, of Legos. By the way, it's
0: on the list, Marissa. Like we so Marissa and I obviously are sisters for those that can't figure it out. But, you know, we I'd say halfway through quarantine, we didn't really even see each other, which was a yeah. very hard thing for us and our kids are basically siblings. Um so it was ch- very challenging and I would say probably what like mayish we were like let's just be a family of 8 like if this is too much. And we've been looking for things to do. And I, I'm looking forward to experiencing that because oh, I think I would that would be super that. fun.
3: We would love to have you guys. And I think the best thing of me escaping reality is watching the people smile and to say, mm-hmm. I needed that hour. I needed that hour together.
0: And it To just, just do something totally
3: different. I love it. Completely different. And, it, and it, they feel very immersed
0: because there's so many different themes. And it's just like a good book. It takes you away. Mm-hmm. And now you're doing that. Without- and you almost can't think about anything else but it. I've done something similar in the city. And it's like extremely intense and so fun and you you literally can't think about anything else except trying to get out of the room so and i remember we did not get out of our room and i went to michigan and we pride ourselves on being super smart my group of friends and i'm like (laughs) go blue (laughs) by the way ming every time um ming went to michigan we have to say it every single time i'm on air um that we were like i'm so smart like how can i get not get out of this room and my friend who's like a lawyer and and graduated a year early, still couldn't figure it out. Uh, but it was so fun, like it was like one of our I'm best I'm guessing nights. if it's for family, we we create a, a, a solvable puzzle.
3: Correct, so what's really, so the business actually, and I don't know if we're going there yet, but the business actually started from my seven-year-old daughter, who is now 11 years old as of August. So it's completely a family-based business, and it was just something I wanted my daughter to do something fun with my husband, who's a pilot. He's very manual, and he has this little girl with all these curls. And I, he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, where's the manual? Like, I'll never forget. He called me. He goes, one day, he's like, she's crying. I fed her. I changed her diaper. What do you do? I go, oh, you pick her up. You know what, yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just a little bit different. And he just found an app online and they hit it off. I never heard these two giggle so much when she was seven. I said, we need to create a business
0: like this. And that's how it started. Yeah, so I love that story. Yeah. And also, I have an 11 year old too. I'm sorry. Oh no, well, don't yeah. worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, she, I empathize. Yeah. Um, well, I'd love that, and we'll definitely get there. I'd love to, we can even start with you then. Mm-hmm. Um, Marissa and I love to talk to people, obviously, about career. It's one of the things that we do every day in our day jobs. We put people to work. Um, we're recruiters. We talk about resumes. I mean, that's just who we are. And I love, you know, even before we went on air, you shared, you have another life, on, uh, you know, outside of here. Yeah. I love to hear, your, you know, your husband's a pilot. I had no idea, like, before yeah. this. So I think what's really interesting is just, figuring out how we got to where we are, right? Mm-hmm. So my favorite question is, what did you want to be when you grew up? And I think what's so interesting about people's answers is that typically it might not be a librarian, but I'm guessing you love to read at an early age and you found books. And I actually beg to differ. I have a feeling that Jessica may have wanted to be a librarian or a teacher. Maybe a teacher. Just, just my, just my intuitive guess. guess. What it is that you, your earliest memory of what you wanted to be when you grew up and then just a quick if you want to just flash forward how you got to what you're doing now. So like, I don't, you know, typically we'd go, if you were interviewed on our podcast one-on-one, we might spend more time unpacking your stages of life, right? Your internships, your how did you get there? Because we do find that that's very inspirational to people to say like, I wanted to be a teacher and now I'm a librarian, like how'd you get there? But just give us a quick run run through of how that happened.
1: Sure, so um, I always did love reading, I've always been a reader, but uh, I actually really wanted to be a scientist.
0: Okay, Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Not
1: a teacher. (laughs) Um, And I loved science from an early age. Uh, Science was always my favorite subject. And then when I got to middle school, I took uh, life sciences, which is basically biology. Um, and then from that moment, I wanted to be a biologist forever. That's awesome. uh, I majored in biology. <laughs> um, so I went to Rutgers University and um, finished my biology major. And after that, I, um, there's not really a lot you can do with a bachelor's in biology. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and I wasn't sure I wanted to go back to school yet. I, you know, I just completed everything. I kind of wanted to explore, so I got a job at a vet hospital, and I worked mainly in the emergency and critical care department. Um, It was really fun. I really, really enjoyed my job. I really, and there's definitely times I miss my patients and my coworkers immensely, but I just never felt like my forever job, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was sitting in the library, and I had never thought about becoming a librarian before, never, ever. Even though, as a biology major, you spend, you basically live in the library. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about it and I'm sitting there at Alexander at Rutgers and I'm like, what? What's my next move? You know, what should I do? And I came across a job description for a librarian and I just, it just clicked like that, like just like, And I was like, I read through the job description. and I'm like, this is what I love about science is the research, doing a bunch of research. Dewey Decimal? No, <laughs> not, was it Dewey Decimal. Yeah, Dewey, Dewey De- Decimal? Decimal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know where that just came from. And, you know, it's very similar in biology. You do a lot of categorization. Um, and in libraries, it's all about categorizing everything, making things findable. So it has a lot of. Uh, relation to it. So I went back to Rutgers. I got my master's in information and I specialized in library science. And now
0: here I am. I love that I story. I love that story. And by the way, library science, there you go. um So you were close. No, but yeah. I do think that's such an interesting tidbit to share with our audience and how people get to where they are because, you know. You just never know. Like a descript- job description could make something click. You realize that something's translatable skills, which in this day and age, almost everything is translatable. But the fact that you have a science major and figured out how to apply that to the library, I love that. Um, I also feel like right now we're in a time, and I think this goes without saying, where people are digging deep and trying to figure out what their inner, inner skills are and perhaps yeah. bring them to the surface. Totally. So hearing a story... You know, we're normally I would be interviewing, you know, Jamie and I interview what we call entrepreneurs where they've been career in an office in in some sort of corporation. I think it's important right now there's time been gifted to people. And and although there's a lot of negative, sure, there's actually been tremendous amount of positive self-work being done, even if we're not really noticing it. And if you're listening to this story and hearing about this young woman on the journey thinking that she was going to do one thing and then had a moment and was able to channel how her skills are actually really relatable for another thing. Mm -hmm. And I find that that could probably be very inspiring or healing to those listening right now. But before we move on, I want to ask you one question. When you were a little girl and you wanted to be a scientist, Mm -hmm. do you remember any of your favorite books? Did you like nonfiction originally?
1: A uh, huge nonfiction reader, uh, specifically the planets, was like a huge thing for me. And I just loved like learning about Jupiter. And, and then I really loved the DK eyewitness books. So okay. those are like more specific to like a subject, but I just loved learning new things. And that's always just been what you, a big part of you, my life. You were life. an absorber.
0: Yep. Love it. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. That's yeah. so awesome. I love your story. See, this is why I love this. Is- and I always say like these, are, like who, like we get like turned on about people's careers. <laughs> we're like, that's so cool. Like, I'm so proud of you. Um, and it's so true because if you really take a minute and realize what we're going through right now, there are plenty of people out there doing that kind of soul searching mm-hmm. that are like, should I go back to school? Should I get some sort of other degree? I'm not currently working in the way that I thought I was going to. There's new grads out there, hundreds of them, that are just floundering a little trying to figure that out. So I think that story in and of itself is really inspirational. So thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Um, And Marlena, what about you? What did you want to be when you grew up?
2: So I would say as a little girl, I wanted to be a teacher. Like I would set up all my stuffed animals Mm -hmm. and I had the chalkboard. And it was so exciting if um, I would have a teacher's edition book to teach my stuffed animal classroom. Um, And then as I got older, I was really into beauty and um, I had this feeling where I wanted to help people relax. My dad was a trader on Wall Street and um, I felt bad seeing him tense all of the time Mm -hmm. and it was just something that was in me and I think that um, I was one of the people that Actually, always knew what they wanted to do. I just didn't know the uh, exact direction there. Mm-hmm. So. Um When my friends would come over and if I had a sleepover and they would shower in my bathroom, it was like the spa bathroom. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Everybody loved coming over. If I'd go shopping um, at the mall with my friends, I didn't want the new outfit. I wanted the new lip balm or things like that. Sienna's like that. Yeah, Yeah. My niece Marissa's
0: daughter is very much like that already.
2: I was just into it, like some girls are, and I could see it actually with my older daughter. Um, And then when I was about 17, I got into a really bad car accident and uh, my back was really hurt, I wasn't feeling myself, and um, the orthopedic doctor at the time said, "Um, you're just always gonna live in pain, and that was unacceptable to me. I was 17 years old, and how can you tell a 17 year old otherwise healthy that I'd be in pain? Um, So I actually started receiving acupuncture treatments, um, going for massage, uh, physical therapy, and watched my body heal in a different way, and it turned me on um, to a different way of living. So I wound up going to school for massage therapy and actually loved it. I'm sorry. Actually, before that, I, I did intern at um, a trading company and I knew for sure that that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. I also did some observing in a classroom and I didn't want to be with the little kids. It just wasn't my thing. I remember observing on St. Patrick's Day coming home with glitter everywhere. And I said, <laughs> this just isn't for me.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although the teacher just had um special language that she would use with the kids and I just didn't have it. So I went to school for massage therapy and my form of communication started to come through with touch. And I found that um, maybe I couldn't if we were having a conversation, it was maybe not so easy to help you relax. But once you got on that massage table, we could do it. We could get you where you needed to be. And then from there, um, I went to school for skincare and I loved it. My mentor, who was actually uh, the woman that gave me facials all the time as a teenager, um, she guided me through and it was amazing. My first facial as I was laying there as a teenager breaking out, I didn't have severe acne, but I had breakouts, and that's pretty embarrassing when you're sitting in class and you know there's this huge pimple on your lip that your crush sitting next to you is kind of staring at. Um, During my first facial, not only did I receive a regimen to take care of my skin, but also as I was laying there, I felt home in my body again, and I felt at ease, and looking back now, I realized that was my first form of meditation in that meditative state. So went to school for skincare, came back and I worked for some amazing spas. Um, really uh, fortunate, met wonderful people, worked for some skincare lines as well. And um, once I got married and had kids, I had to rearrange my schedule like we all do. And I decided to start um, going off on my own a little bit, experimenting, and um, actually became certified to teach yoga because uh, that became a non-negotiable for me. And started interweaving all of these different tools that I had, um, which brought me to opening up Skin and Grace, which um, was a holistic is a holistic skincare company where we take um, the skin, which is our biggest messenger and treat it from the inside out, bringing uh, a woman to her center, to her home. So it's been an incredible ride. And even now, which I'm sure we'll get into uh, later on, I had to really pivot Um, during this time but it's an incredible um, honor to be able to help women empower their own beauty and to learn that beauty is really um, vitality and vitality is beauty and how do we get each individual person there I feel like I may have just meditated.
0: I know, that wasn't me. I, <laughs> I like, yeah, can't what describe happened. what just happened to me. Well, all I of us are in a zone, and plus asleep, I'm seeing Her through but, like heard everything. Yes. No, it was it was like, it actually, was, like I'm engaging. I'm picturing myself like on your tail, like backwards. <laughs> so that's how I met Marlena, spell. actually yeah. originally. But most importantly, before we all and and we all echo and celebrate what you just said. Um, most importantly, where are you from? Where were
2: you born and raised? Marlena. I was born in Brooklyn. And then you were raised? Then in when I was 12, my family moved to Homedale, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what I just wanted to say. Um,
0: so she is a local, born-ish, raised-ish. Um, 12 and on is pretty significant. Although we can't take the Brooklyn out of the girl. Never. Um, so, but I do think, you know, based on, and I, I don't want to put a calendar on any of us, based on your years, you were early to know that... Um, Massage and skin and yoga were a form of self-care and meditation that would be translatable to a generation that perhaps couldn't get there on their own. Right. Um, and I think uh, I think the words and the choice of words that you just used um, were healthy and normalizing because years ago, I think a lot of us would think about some of those things as um something you could only do when you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. Right. And where now I feel like life has come around pre pandemic. I'm not even talking about what we're living in right now. I'm just saying that our lives have come around that if you're going to in time is currency, if you're going to spend your time, you might want to spend something, your time on something indulgent like that for yourself, because not because you're indulging, but because you're taking care of yourself, yep. which is a totally different definition than it used to be. I agree Um, and and I I, love that it stemmed from seeing your dad stressed right so like we all grew up in these homes that you know we're all of a certain age where I mean my father would never get a massage and you know now he would love that but back then it was like not a conversation it was and now it was a four seasons that's it it was a indulgent expensive you know just gift to yourself that you might do once a year or never So I love that you, what you just said about how it's become kind of your normal and you're trying to impart that on others. I love that. And I'm obviously going to, I'd love to hear, of course, how you're dealing now and we'll come back to that. But I'd love to give you a moment too, which by the way, I just learned that Michelle is a, actually does something completely different than this, not day to day. So I'd love to hear a little bit about what you wanted to be when you grew up, but also what you do now in two ways, it sounds like, or maybe more than two, as we all have multiple hats. but you're I was gonna two say major I think ways. every woman on
3: this panel today has multiple hats, and we all are doing a lot without question. Yeah, yes. Um, so actually, so when I went to school, what I went to school for originally was to be a special education teacher. Mm-hmm. I love to bring joy to those children that were less fortunate or just did not have it was just the simplicity of things that was so huge. Like when someone was able to put pen to paper, that was a big event we didn't write anything but we were able to take that pen to the paper and that was huge um a little bit like you my brother he was 17 i left to go back to school he went for a run he, my dad told him he had 45 minutes um he was run over by two cars dragged by the third one coma for 21 days oh he goodness. woke up right before christmas eve um that happened the week of my finals at westchester for special education and um i spent more time than I'd like to admit at Robert Wood Johnson in New Brunswick in the atrium, looking at children who had cancer and this was gonna be their last holiday party. And I knew that moment, I was told my brother may be a vegetable. Um, He was number two in the state at the time for the 800. He just got his driver's license in September. I was just told that my, um, my, my world was rocked and I had to fail all my finals. And if you know special education you got to keep a special gpa so i told myself i'm gonna graduate i told my parents i'll graduate four years i switched majors to marketing because i can talk to anyone i could talk to anyone (laughs) i'm like you ladies right here and um i switched colleges unbeknownst to my parents i was a division two soccer player then played division one because i didn't want a red shirt so i could still graduate four years my brother um, woke up a couple days before christmas eve I spent with him Christmas Eve. He is, um, I would like to say he's fine, but he was just out bike riding three weeks ago and a car clipped him. Oh, so, God. Yeah, so we, we were back at Robert Wood Johnson. But um, so then I became a marketing major and I knew that I wanted to help people. So I wanted to get into a pharmaceutical. So I worked for 15 years in women's healthcare with pharm- with Bayer Pharmaceuticals. I currently work with GlaxoSmithKline doing respi- uh, biologic respiratory right now. And I um, I guess that's something you could do with a bio- biology yeah. Uh, major. Yeah, <laughs> and saying. I just have a marketing major. I can talk my way through it. <laughs> um, and then I met through uh, Bear, actually. My husband is one of my doctor's nephews. Who's an OBGYN down in this area and that's how i met my husband and i um and i and we have two beautiful kids a marissa that's my 11 year old ah. yeah and my nicholas who's seven and i said you know i always want to do things that are fun we love hosting parties we love doing things that were fun i wanted him to connect um i wanted them just to connect and have fun something that my my kids knew was about them mm-hmm. and that's how we started escapeology in garwood um, and I don't know how we were able to do it, but but doing it, and we wanted, you know, you gotta go through the stages. Like, where are you gonna get the money from? Where are you gonna do that? We ha- we're very fortunate to have um, amazing people in our lives where we have business partners. So it's myself, Michelle and Michael, and my business partners, Jimmy and Anna. And we were like, this is gonna be our kids' college educations. So this is all about our kids, all about parties. Um, and I just love seeing people because it's great for team building to see people come and do things that are just escaping and completely unlike what you would normally do mm-hmm. because of course I still play soccer and I'm my daughter's coach for her U12 team in Westfield and you know just wearing all those different hats and keeping everything going. So you guys live up there? We live in Westfield which is um, ch- just under two miles from our Garwood location Sure. and from door to door it's 30 minutes. Yeah and we love Homedale. Actually being down here so much my husband and I actually started looking at real estate to see if we even wanted to move just because homedale is just so beautiful and it's very similar schools compared to
0: westfield sure sure and we have a little bit a little bit more beach yeah we we are big beach people yeah yeah Yeah. so tell us how you ended up here at bell works then if you were in you see your first location was in garwood yeah which by the way shout out to rudy's which is our favorite pizza place in Mm Cloister. their second location is in garwood which is in our shop that's our hometown that's our hometown like the place and they have another location in Garwood which I recently discovered. Which is delicious and delicious. my kids.
3: Actually what we would do is because my husband is such a workaholic at our at our uh, venues and it's truly why it's so successful because of the time and energy he puts in. I would tell him you are eating now get in the car or walk and we would take him with the kids to Rudy's. Yeah. Rudy's special salad. Yep. Rudy's and we would special salad is like, all like eat. literally all And that my was our family food. time and he would literally then leave and you would see all the escapology <laughs> water bottles come or wristbands because everyone would come from our place to Rudy's. Oh I love, I love it. Because it. It. it was such good food and so did so does Rick, the owner of Rudy's. He's like, how are you guys doing over there? I Um, love it. so we came down here, like I said, we're very fortunate to have amazing business partners. My business partner, Jimmy, he works in the financial world and guardians, one of his, uh, uh, clients or that he works with. And he came into this building. He's like, this is amazing. Yeah. And it was one of those things that we just started talking to people, new people that were within the building that work within the building, heard amazing things. Um, and honestly, I mean, I was fortunate enough just to speak to Paula today and to Ralph earlier where I feel like I'm in a family and I'm so fortunate in this COVID world that we're in right now to be in this building because this building cares about its people. Yes. This building cares about the block staying um, open and it just cares about doing the right things. And And so to me, this just all came together between- And also
0: making it feel good.
3: You know, right? something, so
0: even something, that, even a time that doesn't feel good. Yeah. Paula and her team make it feel good. Yes. Right. Hundred. You walked in just now. That's the first time I've walked in the door. I saw the sign on the door. It says that my, my hand is touching a sanitized doorknob. Right. Yeah. The, sorry if I'm using the wrong words, but I open it up and then I see all of my directions of how I'm keeping this building safe and how I can be yeah. part of it. How fortunate to be a tenant here. I mean, I walked in and I was like, and you know, I'm a germaphobe prior to pandemic. So, you know, I walked in. I'm like, okay, I got my mask. I'm following all the directions. I see the security. I see all the signage. It doesn't feel scary. It actually nope. feels welcoming. Mm-hmm. Marissa, I couldn't said it better. She, she, yeah. she manages or they manage to make something that feels daunting, feel safe and like a cuddly rope.
3: You know, it's mm-hmm. so funny because I love football. Being an athlete still to this day, and looking at what the NFL is doing to protect its players, I kind of feel that way with Paula. She's our quarter. She's our commissioner. Yep.
0: She's the commissioner of our NFL of the of the Bell. Probably work. the only time she's been equated to football. I know. And you know something? I kind of like it because <laughs> called a lot of things, friend. But is that one of them?
3: <laughs> I know. But I kind of like it because I love her fashion, and I would never wear what she wears. And I'm jealous because I want to. Yes. Because she's so fashionable, and I'm like, I just couldn't pull that off. She has it, you know. But um, she's like the leader and, of the building, of making sure that when you walk through, you don't feel like someone's gonna take your temperature. The building makes you feel very safe because it has you, as you walk through, it's taking your temperature on a screen. They ch- and it shows on the table which one's sanitized, which one's not, just by flipping it over and cleaning it. And, and you could see all the precautions that they've done to do it. So I'm, I've had actually um, customers that have come to our facility and just said, this building is, first of all, amazing. It's huge, but I feel safe. And I feel comfortable. And I your pl- and our establishment is so clean. And I like that because the building is a portrayal of us. And we're a portrayal of the building. Sure. So I'm just so happy to be a part of it and working hand in hand with it and giving people that opportunity to just get out of your day-to-day, your mundane so Zoom meeting. So Tell to be,
0: wait, wait, then. hold yeah. on one second, Jamie. <laughs> so I just need to be clear for yeah. a second. So you have two kids. I have two kids. A 30-minute drive from here. Yes. And a full time job. Full time. And two locations of your side hustle. And a husband who's a pilot that's usually not around. Um, so, is there a prescription for how you're managing all of this? <laughs> Does GSK make a drug that you take to help, no, help us how, all keep and, up? And I mean, I'm a yeah. big believer in the struggle is real balance yep. etc working mother power all that stuff but like really yeah how are you, know, you doing it you want to know
3: what I uh, who is zooming right I'm, now <laughs> nobody yet.
0: I am really fortunate to have a
3: great support system around me to have family and friends around us to have great business partners like I said and um, you know just to get I, I know this sounds hysterical I'm going to sound like a commercial but to get up at 5 36 o'clock and jump on that Peloton Yeah. and just oh, release Oh,
0: I was on mine this morning so was I we'll talk about that yep. another t- day love yep.
3: Peloton and it was just so great just to get that release and that was my time that was my escape today because I knew that was my only opportunity to do that and then um, just you got to do the rest like today I have a a mom friend who's picking up my kids my mom's showing up the house to make sure they get back on their afternoon meetings because after virtual after in person today they go virtual and then if I don't get back she'll take my son to soccer because both kids are fully invested in sports and piano Sports and piano. I like it. Yeah. I love it. That's My balance. husband's the piano person. I'm the sports person. Love it. Meanwhile, yeah. he yeah. said he's off
0: camera. He said he doesn't he doesn't love to talk at these things and that you're the you're the you're the speaker yeah. of the duo and I'm getting it. Yes. yes. Although I, it. I thought he was doing a good job off camera. Yeah, yeah. me well,
3: too. he's um the best is if you're a pilot that says they're like, this is your captain speaking. Yeah. And it sounds like they're from Brooklyn. I go, oh, you're Brooklynese, because he's also from Brooklyn. Comes out during it, so yeah. It's just hurricane. and and I'll just ask where does he normally fly? So he is a captain for United. He flies a seven thirty-seven. So he flies mostly domestic, and he seems to get a lot of Aruba in the Caribbean but during that the sounds, winter. But that sounds. lovely. I've probably lovely. been on your plane. No,
0: you. Weren't. I've definitely been on your plane. Do you know why? It's I'd not like that to go lovely. on your plane you right, like right now. Out let's out all leave. Brooklyn accent, like this is your captain speaking. Like, I'll yeah, be like that's oh a, my God, maybe that's Michael. But do you know why
3: it's not lovely? Because every time he winds up. In Aruba, I have six foot of snow to shovel. I'm right. like how oh, you
0: happen to get stuck. Always. That happens always. to me all the time when my husband travels. Excuse me, like something happens. Like the first time my son ever fell off of his changing table, first time he ever pooped in the tub, always on a trip. I'm <laughs> like, hey Dave, just me over here trying to do it all because you're always on a business trip. Not a pilot, but always missing for those listen, big things. Listen, the
3: women that are sitting here, it, we're we all wear many hats. How we do it. We just do, because we don't know the word no. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so important when my, I knew I wanted to graduate in four years. I was gonna find a yes to it. I knew that I wanted to make sure that I felt very comfortable with college educations. I found a yes, escapology, you know? I have great mom friends who I know at any, at a blink of an eye are there for my kids.
0: I'm really fortunate. I love it. I love that. And we touched on it a little bit and we'll come back to you, but I'd love to hear now as a segue, to obviously, you know, the theme of today about escaping reality, but right now, right? So we touched on it a bit already in all of your intros. I'd love to hear from each of you um, how you have shifted, right? So if if you're in Bellworks or you're not in Bellworks, how your business has changed, what you guys have been doing differently, the same, better, different. Um, I personally think we've been doing several of these throughout the pandemic that I'm super, super inspired by, Um, you know, not to quote Bellworks, but work inspired. I feel so inspired by the work that people are doing right now and the pivots that people are making. I mean, there are so many companies out there that are just changing their entire model. Right. But also embracing the companies like Peloton, who were created to succeed in a model like this. But most are not right. Restaurants had to change and you know, there's so many conversations that we've had and that we want to continue to have, and so, or perhaps we're getting back to basics, right? Like Jessica's day to day feels different, mm-hmm. but also we're getting mm-hmm. back to normal-ish. So I'd sense. love to hear from you each um, what you've done to change, and also what you feel like you're going to keep, even though we're going to be able to be in person more. You know, for example, just to, to give you some inspiration to talk about this, you know, there are certain com- uh, restaurants, for example, shout out to Barnacle Bills and Run- Rumson. Mm-hmm. I, they had never had outdoor seating, okay? They are a beautiful outdoor, like, outdoory type place that never had outdoor seating. And I'm always like, why am I going here for steamers and sitting inside? Right? They, want- they weren't allowed. They weren't allowed. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I was just getting there. And I was like, this is so amazing that now they were able to create this beautiful outdoor seating that my husband and I went to this week with the kids that now will be there forever because they were able to get the permits and figure it out because the town's allowed it and just a perfect example of how the silver lining hopefully will stick so I'd love to hear from each of you a little bit about what you've had to do to shift and maybe what you're you know most looking forward to kind of keeping around if possible so you can kick us off Jessica.
1: Okay, um, so the Monmouth County Library had to close. Um, we closed mid-March to uh, July. Um, two of our branches opened mid-July, and then the rest of us opened um, at the end of July. Um, during the whole during the whole closure, we were still able to provide a lot of services to our patrons. Um, we have twenty-four-seven online resources that include eBooks, e audio e magazines and a ton of online uh, online databases. Um, so we were able to do that, and then we made staff available to patrons via uh, phone, um, chat reference, and email. Um, so we were able to really talk to our patrons, which I think a lot of them really appreciated. Um, I had a lot of conversations with people that were just feeling a little lost. How can I do this? How do I do that? Um, so it was really great to be able to help them um, and to, to talk to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, to talk to anybody.
0: Yeah, anybody <laughs> besides myself in the mirror. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so our 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 e-resources really took off during this point. And I talked to our library director about it, uh, Judy Tolchin, and she said that, our, um, our e-resources uh, more than doubled during this period, um, so there are about 43,000 downloads a month, which is huge, and it's great because our collection is honestly one of the best in the state. I'm really proud about that, um, that we were able to, to help people get to their resources, even though we were closed. Um, And we started doing virtual programs, which I really, really like because I think a lot of people, you know, maybe they don't have a ride to the library or maybe they can't make it at this time. Um, So the virtual programs really allow access for everybody. Um, And I think that was really important. I'm doing a lot of the teen programming right now. I'm helping with it. And I think, you know, for teens, it's hard for them to get a ride to the library sometimes. So uh, it's really it it allows them to be part of the program, be part of the community without uh, having to get there. So.
0: Like, what kind of programs do you offer for teens? Oh, great.
1: (laughs) Um, We're doing a bunch of writing workshops right now. Uh, So, those are coming up. We have a coding class coming up, uh, which is partnered with iSims, which is all thanks to to Bellworks. Oh, they're so great. Such great volunteers. Um, We have a couple of book clubs, and we're even offering volunteer hours right now. So, if you're interested, check out our website.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: And and just out of curiosity, when you say these e e-re- resources, mm-hmm. who is or and I, and I don't want to put you on the spot, as I know you're the biologist, but like who is the person or what is the DNA of the people that have now increased their usage of e resources, and what is it that they're generically like looking up or downloading?
1: Sure. I mean, I think e books and e audiobooks were just, you know,
0: getting the word out in general. Uh, some people just didn't know about it. Yeah, like, for example, not to interrupt you, yeah. I did not know that. So, like, for example, like, mm-hmm. I recently learned it before the pandemic that you can borrow a Kindle book from the library. Yep. You don't have to buy it. And didn't, didn't know you that. Just have to, but you have oh, yeah. to read it in a certain amount of time, Jessica, which that does is not work for me. <laughs> uh, I'm like, can I read this for six months? Like, <laughs> are there late fees on this? Um, so my girlfriend, Jerry, our very good friend, commuted a lot like a ton to Newark and back she's an attorney and she she was actually on our podcast as well and she reads like a book a day sometimes I'm like how do you Mm -hmm. like and but what she does is she downloads from the library she borrows from the Fairhaven Public Library and she downloads it and then returns it I'm like wait I'm sorry But it, it just doesn't work for me because I like... It, it, besides Glennon Doyle's most recent book, Untamed, which highlight... To, I mean, shout out to Glennon because she's like the ultimate right now as we all just continue to serve the peanuts. Um, which is... By the way, that's an airline reference and it's a very good one. If you don't know it, she basically... Not to digress. Glennon Doyle in her books talks about how when we are faced with adversity... In particular, she was talking about her divorce. But I think about it often right now as I'm homeschooling, as we all are. Um, you know, that... You know, when you're faced with diversity, think about when you're on an airplane, and you hit turbulence, and you can kind of look at the flight attendants and decide like, how much trouble are we in here? It's and not amazing when they have to sit down. It's not just amazing. Saying, when they have I'm to just sit directing down, which, you to By the, the way, back. Marissa and I had a flight to Detroit last year that they were like strapped to the plane, and we were like, okay, this is it. Here we go. <laughs> like we're looking at each other. We're like, we're together. We're taking care of our kids. Um, but I think you know. And the analogy was, as women, especially that we just have to continue serving the peanuts. Like it doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. Now granted, maybe it's mini pretzels or biscoff cookies, which I love. But like, you know, we just have to keep going, and put on our smile and serve the peanuts. But anyway, my ebook of Untamed, I actually audible, I actually did it. I read it in less than six months. but um, <laughs> typically I can't do that. but I didn't know that you could borrow a book from the library that way. So that's that's a great example. Did you know that? No. There you go. I didn't know that. Yeah. But what's the timing on something like that? Like you have to rent it or borrow it and how long do you have to read it? Uh, you have two weeks and then if there's no holds on it, you can you can renew it. All right. So I would have to renew it like seventeen times, which I don't know <laughs> how that works. But but no, I, I love how it works. No, I, I absolutely love that. And so like and what about like research for like students and stuff when they're doing you know, obviously, you were saying earlier that you use the library at Rutgers, but I'm guessing there's also resources for students and such that need to oh, download sure. certain things. Sure. Yep. We've actually been
1: really trying to reach out to the public schools in our 40 member communities uh, to really just tell them about the student resources we have. We have tons of student resources, including homework help, um, and they're all available to to our students.
0: And Jessica, do you feel like you? I mean, granted, I would think a library a library in general has always been able to offer a wide range of, um, uh, time or, or, or skills microfiche. to, yeah, microfiche <laughs> to people of all generations. Sure. Um, you know, but I think of uh, the, the, the older people who use the library probably more frequently than like our uncle in Florida, yeah, uses they, they the, they library the library, the internet, and he goes there to mm-hmm. check emails and write back to but us. Do you find that maybe Um, The baby boomers were using the library to learn things that they didn't know that they could in the last few months Did did people become more savvy when you're offering these these groups these virtual groups for people? um, Did you find that you were pleasantly surprised at who logged in? Meaning people were learning to do things that perhaps they wouldn't have learned at any other time. Oh sure and uh, we have some some language um resources
1: so we have a subscription to rosetta stone and pronunciator um so that was a huge thing is getting getting those resources um
0: people learning languages. yeah people learn
1: yeah they just have time so they're they I were learning that. languages really applying applying their knowledge to
0: to all different things so
1: that was really cool. I great. love that. That yeah. awesome. is great
0: because you know what? I think in the busy life that we all were living up until mm-hmm. now, the library for me was always such a special place because I was such an avid reader. Same. I used um, to. I mean, I wasn't as big of a reader, but I used to go there every day after school to do my homework, and I loved going. It's to definitely
1: like a safe place, like a refuge. You mm-hmm. feel it
0: when you come in. A place to escape, if you will. Ah. <laughs> come on, you guys! I yeah. keep bringing it back. <laughs> but one of the things I wanted to say, though, is um, you know, just shout out to the Monmouth County systems. I mean, I'm a big. You know fan of the Monmouth County Park System Obviously learning today A lot about the Monmouth County Library System Do you guys work In conjunction with The parks at all For any programming Um, I'm not Because I know They offer like Sorts of you know Resources and things As well like Resume workshops For example which You know something I look up because Of what we do But do you guys Offer anything like That as well Like a like a Online workshops Of any kind like that Sure so we have A a couple of different Workshops uh,
1: in the In the works if you will, and um,
0: how it works in yeah. the works,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, but right now, I think we have mostly some uh, movie discussion panels for adults, um, book discussions. Um, and I think we even have a concert coming up on the seventeenth uh, from Tim M- McLoon. Um So that's really yeah, cool. oh, that's really awesome. awesome! Yeah, yeah virtual, virtual lab. concert. Love the mo- so, yeah. McLone fam. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> what what is the that. number one? What is the most popular book right now for little kids? For little kids, <laughs> for little kids. <laughs> the number one book right yeah, now? Yeah, like popular books for little kids. Are they oh, feel for little kids. do they feel different? Do they feel the same? Do you see more of it? I mean, obviously, I know the Harry Potter series, of course, like yeah. all the, the 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 tried and trues, But is there anything that's come to the surface in the last? few months that you've been like, huh, I need to read this one because it seems to be hot off the press? I
1: think, I think for... For kids, and and this is just my opinion, um, it's a lot of like word to mouth, like like one kid will say to another, "This is so good, you gotta read it." So um, I think that really happens a lot for Dork Diary. Yeah, yeah, Dork Diary. Yeah.
0: What's that other series that I know? Some are uh, like that, like Guts and Sisters, and all those. Sure, sure. Yeah, they're like graphic novels ish, yep. right? Yeah, Got it. the the Babysitter Club graphic novels.
1: Um, all the James Patterson James Patterson series are huge. The middle school.
0: Um, I Funny mm-hmm. all of those are really big for my they, son they is eight those. and is really into the graphic novels now mm-hmm. reading um, right now he's doing Big Nate but he was sure. before that did the whole series of Dog Man the whole series uh, of and he's read them twice a classic <laughs> uh, what's the other one that he's obsessed with um, um, not Captain Underpants the, the big one right now like the long haul he's reading right now um, it'll come to me. The other major book series for for boys, which I can't think uh, of right now. Diary of a Wimpy Yeah, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I said it earlier, and now I forgot. He's reading that. <laughs> He's reading it again because, like, it's they just like it. quick reading for yeah. them. It's not chapter books, but we'll get there. And I think, um, I think, like, to bring it back to escapism, it's all about
1: like the quality of literature. But quality is so subjective, you know. For me, it's 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 something that's more character driven. But for other people uh like my my boss karen she definitely is more of like a poetic literature type type person um but you know quality is so subjective and for the
0: kids it's it you just know? makes him laugh. Whatever it's silly laugh. And, and happy. Let, and, and captures their attention to get Absolutely. off a screen, let's yeah. be honest. And oh my that's, gosh. That's, that's I mean, mean let's bring them off escape that screen the screen, you guys. <laughs> we're escaping reality and we're escaping the screen. Um I love all this. I could talk about this forever. But Marlena, tell us a bit, obviously, you know, you spent such beautiful words earlier talking about connecting through touch and needless to say, we are not in a environment now that we can do those types of things as easily. So tell us how you've pivoted what you've been offering, and a little bit more about maybe something that you've found over the last several months that you might still incorporate in your business plan.
2: Yeah, so um, it was an interesting time. You know, the last day I left the studio, I thought we were just leaving for two weeks, and um, we just had this conversation last
0: night. Everyone thought it was going to be two weeks. just two so, weeks. Like if you could tell yourself from a year ago today what was coming this year. No I meme. mean, we none of us. Have Never, it. ever. Zero. Well, insert every meme. I'm, but I'm just talking in all fairness. Yeah. Like no one, if you were given a $10 million, you'd be like, you guys are insane. What are you talking about? Never. Even yeah. just walking around, seeing people in masks, you're like, what is yes. like? What is the world that yes. we are living? Yes. Um, and, and I saw you probably, we were talking about this right before we went on air, I saw you probably in February. It was Because I know it was freezing cold. Yes.
2: And it was just a wild ride because I had been in an actual physical location. I partnered um, with Chula Yoga in Aberdeen, and I had my studio space there for about four and a half years. And I had just started hitting that momentum that mm-hmm. any small business owner can feel, and we strive for it. Yeah, and you're like, wait, this is working. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing it, and I'm living out my dream, and life is good, and how can I expand? And I was actually looking for a second location. I was doing pop-ups at um, Oyster General yep. in Atlanta, Colorado. That's
0: actual location in Aberdeen okay I missed
2: that before mm-hmm. when you were,
0: when I was checking my next question I'm sorry I'm not looking at my phone I just this these are my notes um sorry continue no okay worries. in Aberdeen
2: um so when I when we first closed down um clients were reaching out I have the best amazing clients that I've had for years I've been an esthetician for 17 years now so a lot of people have followed me every place I've been and um I was Bliss, reaching out okay.
0: To have Marissa, Marissa
2: told me that, and I'm like, I've yeah. definitely
0: saw you at that time of my yeah. life, which yeah. is a conversation it's for another day. It's wild Complete in Hoboken, yeah. Coming around. yeah. I'm yeah. getting
2: it all now. Continue. And um, so there was a grieving period, to be honest. And um, I was reaching out, trying to help clients. At first, it was just with some product recommendations of what they can use. And then I actually joined a mastermind with estheticians from around the world. And that was the best um, thing that I could have possibly done because I had support in another way that uh, we were all going through the same thing Mm -hmm. in different ways, but the same thing. So that was really, really helpful. And I said, um, there are two things you can do. You can sit and you can cry or you can have resiliency and get up and see. What's next? So, um, I actually used the time to take all of the tools, all of the courses that I had invested um, so much time and money into over the past few years, and created um, a virtual course for clients, which was pretty exciting because the positive side is you're always looking for different ways that you could expand your business and other offerings. And it was time to put my creative um, head uh, on. So, I created a virtual course called uh, Restore Your Radiance um, and it's simple rituals and tools for women to feel and look their best which I found with talking to mom friends. um, You mean not just doing like the like Touch up my appearance feature on Zoom,
0: you know, like it's like I figured that out like three months in. And I'm like, wait, I could put like a filter on exactly.
2: my face right, now. right? Like it looks like I'm wearing makeup. It's the filter that doesn't leave, right? right. Like, that I love stays. This filter. On. Like I look
0: great in these zooms.
2: So um, I started really listening in on what women needed. So I put together this course, which includes some breath work. So kind of able to partner in all of the things that I had learned throughout the year. So some breath work and meditation, um, some gua sha, which is an amazing ancient, um, modality from Chinese medicine that you use, um, a tool on your face to massage your skin, which helps with lifting and contouring and, um, really just, uh, smoothing out fine lines, giving your skin that radiant, radiant glow. Because the truth is with skincare is you can um, get the Botox, you can get a facelift, you can do all these things, but the vitality is not going to be there. That true radiance, we need to work with massaging the skin. So, really teaching women how to empower themselves. Um, I included facial reflexology, some dry brushing, hydrotherapy, all of these things that busy women like all of us can do um, within their day to just make them feel great. I also started doing a lot of virtual consultation. So, yes, you can go online and look for products. You can type something in, you can browse, but when you really take the time to speak with someone, that actually cares about you and your skin, we can really figure out what's going on and customize a program for you.
0: Like the knee situation uh, that's happening? Uh, yes, all it's us. real. Mine just real. cleared up, but like it was it's bad real. in the summer.
2: It's real. I had like
0: these bumps underneath, like right where the mask stops. Yes, it's um, a real thing. And it's also real stress thing.
2: comes through the skin, correct? Yes, yeah, stress. Exactly. And- our skin is our biggest messenger. So yes, stress is coming through um, the skin for sure. Um, I also created facial at home how to do a facial at home so you would receive your products, but also with the video on how to use, um, the actual products in the skin, how to give yourself facial massage, all of these, um, extra things. And what was so wonderful was I was at a loss of how can I serve my clients? And as I started to offer these services, I had women reaching out saying, thank you so much. You got me out of that funk. I mean, Mm -hmm. we were all in a funk. Our lives were turned upside down. So how do you, um, Keep a routine in your life during the madness. How do you uplift yourself throughout the day? I was able to use my, I'm also a certified aromatherapist, creating custom body oil blends for clients on their mood, what they're going through, how to uplift them throughout the day. So as much as um, we had to physically close the doors, which was um, really, really challenging, it was also... um, an amazing time to sit and pause and reflect on how we can offer our clients, um, other services and going forward, what we could keep in our business to just keep expanding. Now is your,
0: um, is your location reopening or what's your plan? So
2: as of now, I have not reopened the truth. And this is the honest truth is, um, I was waiting to see a little, I have two girls, um, one just entered first grade and one is, um, my other is three years old. I was waiting to see what was going to go on with school, mm-hmm. um, and get them settled in. And totally. the other fact with small business, um, I had some other, I had an esthetician and a massage therapist there with me at the time, but we're one man show. We're working one-on-one. So now cancellations are a lot different. You can't go for a facial with a runny nose like you mm-hmm. used to be able to before. So we're really taking it day by day. Um, in a few weeks, I hope to open up again. Um, but we're really playing it by ear because we want everybody to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I want to feel comfortable. giving. I mean, the whole point is to feel good. So that's what we want. Yeah, And you're really in close quarters. It just absolutely. is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And also other States, sorry, uh, I was watching, going back to the mastermind group, other States like New York, was just allowed to reopen. California was allowed to reopen. Then they had to shut down again. I sure. Mean it's, it's, and then
0: that's devastating exactly, in another way. Exactly. So, so perhaps because you've come up with other ways to diversify and, and offer your clients. Right now. Yes. And also you have a focus. Let's be honest. Your focus is your children in yes. this moment, which yes. not for nothing is our number one focus in general. Yes. If it applies to you. Yes. Um, it's okay to be graceful. Yes. Have yes. some grace. Yes. Right. Skin and grace. Yes. Um, and just take that pause, and take that, and take this moment to wait it out a tiny bit, so that when you invest your time back, you're safe, supported, and able to do right by your clients and
2: Absolutely. also by yourself. Absolutely, Marissa. That was a huge thing because when when we did shut down, I realized how exhausted I was and how depleted I was from running around. You know, you're dropping the kids off, you're mm. running to work, you're you're doing a zillion different things, and it was a, a time, and that's why I also created a lot of these online programs and one-on-one consultations and working with clients um, to really see how we can help ourselves in a different way. And I've actually been enjoying this time because I'm able to work with women all over the country versus before it was just who was local to me, who was going to come in. I love what you're saying,
0: because this is literally what Marissa and I have been preaching for months now. You know, we are very local. Obviously, we live here, but we're based in New York City normally. Um, and through this we launched the Dreamcatchers Web, which is our professional networking kind of mastermind, mostly for, you know, career shifters, new grads, et cetera, people that are looking for work, um, and pairing them with folks like you guys who can inspire them in some way. And and really it's increased our overall footprint, right? Like we don't and this is like the beauty of most things right now. It doesn't matter that you can't walk into the library. It doesn't matter if you can't walk in to get your facial. There are ways to still connect and yes. find community. Right. And at, at the end of the day, of course, I mean, I look forward to the moment where I can book an appointment. Yes. Yeah. With Skin and Grace. Yes. But at the same time, I'm sitting here now, my mind is going. And yeah. This, I'm like, what, what my mind does. Yeah. I'm like, can myself, we do a, can I, we do a like seminar with her, yeah, with the web? We can offer, we could maybe offer our web community a, an hour of, you know, and we could figure out what, what they would need at home or, or on not corporate level, I'm thinking of my two best friends from high school who I spoke to this morning on the way in over here and we're all we could all a little we could use a little dose of you. I'm just saying. Thank you. In a nice, in a nice light way. But like if you if you ran a night or a Zoom or something and I could be in my robe at home and they could be in their robe at home and we're all logged into the same Zoom with the same products, technically it's as if we I mean, it, and honestly, all of our bars have been leveled, mm-hmm. and all of our bars are so low that if we can all be on that same playing field, then you have the ability to gift us a. An well, I think you know one of the things that I, I mentioned to you guys in our email to you to prepare was if you had something to raffle, um, if something you could contribute, a coupon doesn't matter what, and I don't need to know what it is right this minute. But if anybody out there is listening and is interested in some of these things that you know are. Beautiful guests are talking about. Um, go ahead and comment on our page, on the Bellworks page, and we will take a look through those comments and hopefully give a nice little prize from our panelists. It's a good little way to enter um, into this conversation, including um, part of our web is something that we would love to raffle off a discounted membership, along with maybe a couple things from these guys, a little package, because if we were live, we'd be raffling off a little gift bag, which There is no one behind Ming, but it is very beautiful back there. And we were hoping people would listen. There's been actually a couple of people came out to listen. Um, So instead of raffling it off live, we will raffle it off after the fact. So please, if you are listening, go ahead and comment um, on either my page, the Dreamcatchers or the Bellworks feed um, the word raffle. And we will go ahead and, and look through those after and hopefully give you some. Little goodies from and, our panelists and Michelle, do you want to tell us a little bit? I mean, obviously, the intention for your side hustle was, as I as you mentioned before, your college tuitions for Marissa, mm-hmm. one or two s's?
3: Two.
0: Wow. Perfect. Um, now, two now S we're Marissa. officially friends. Yes, I think we were meant to meet. Yes, because there's an obvious. Just to the record, there's a very big difference between one and two s's. Um, <laughs> so yes, so I have two l's. And I'm Jamie J A M I E, which is my a big... daughter Sienna has two N's because of my two S's and yeah. your two L's. Exactly, obviously. two S's. Um, okay, so obviously intention when you were opening up Escapeology mm-hmm. is very different than what you're offering uh, mm-hmm. your guests now. Could so could we maybe talk about here. what it would be like or what what the dream big. Project was when you opened it, um, what the what the actual business plan was, and who was attracted. Is it is it for corporations, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. and then what you've done to pivot? Because for you, we actually can come, as we mentioned before, to this safe, incredible space and grab ice cream and be out in this back deck which if anyone can see is phenomenally gorgeous and Mm -hmm. honestly we have this view behind us but there's also all this plants and it's an incredible garden back here
3: it's an oasis it's an oasis thank you for the word i I couldn't find it's an oasis oasis. yes
0: so walk us through a little bit of both the before and the now
3: so the before was we wanted to do something that was fun That didn't Mm -hmm. feel like work and that's what escapology feels like for the four partners and for the family and we wanted to also employ people within the community and give somebody and give kids opportunities that our kids can start working with our business uh, partner's daughter jackie actually was an employee of ours and now has started college so our dream big has already come true because garwood's been open for three years and i'm sure gar i'm sure escapology helps them somewhere along the lines there with something um and uh our bigger dream is to also expand if that's even possible and how crazy does that sound with our schedules um and we're looking into bergen county Mm
0: -hmm. my roots yeah where where you guys are from. from i have some ideas
3: yeah and so we're definitely looking into bergen county to expand it we have the opportunity to do it I don't know if this is the right time, but we have the opportunity if we would like to. Um, for us, when we opened this location, the second one, it took a little while to do just work the working the inner workings of a bigger building versus um, in a, strip a standalone. Mall. Sure. Yeah, it's it's very different. We learned, got our hands slapped. We learned. You know what I mean? Yep. You, that's how you learn. Now we know for the third one. You always need to make mistakes to get better at what you're doing. Exact things I tell my kids all the time. It's okay to fail but how are you gonna do it better the next time? Um, and this facility in Homedale was open for four days. Put all that money, time, a year and a half of getting it done, for four days we were open. Four days. And for those four days, believe it or not, with only four rooms at the time, we were pretty busy. And we were really fortunate. My husband does a lot of our marketing, and we use a company, and we were able to get some of the word out there. Um, this time with COVID actually gave us this opportunity as business owners to also reset, because it is stressful. We all have our own jobs and kids and everything. It also gives us a time to reflect on what can we do different to cha- change our business model, as well as what did we do that was successful that we can continue to do? Let me tell you what we did that was successful was in Garwood is that we were all about the community. Right now, that's what I'm trying to do in out. Let me reverse, but in Garwood is some days it's almost sold out. We have a partnership with Warner Brothers because Escapeology is the largest escape room business in the world. Shanghai, Dubai, Punta Cana, uh, Hard Rock—you could find us. And with that, um, and with Garwood, the community comes to us, and they are—they feel comfortable and safe, and they're booking rooms left and right with us. And we are so fortunate and thank you, thankful for that community up there in Garwood that's supporting our little Wait, business.
0: How how. When were you all allowed to reopen? We were allowed Once. to op- reopen on July 2nd. Okay, so that first wave of retail. Yes. Mm-hmm, got it. Yeah. So obviously not an essential business, but a first. the first, I think it was the first wave of yep. retail in New Jersey. Correct. Okay. And you had already, were you able to look at some of your other um, franchisee uh, partners to see how they had done or what they had done in other states that maybe didn't close and or opened earlier? So all of them closed. Right. right.
3: Some of them in other states have actually opened and then had to close again.
0: Sure. Um, As you, you were saying earlier.
3: Yeah. So uh, the one thing with the Garwood, though, what made us really big with the Warner Brothers things is that people come because we have Scooby Doo there. Got and it. And that's great for all age groups. Like, you know, you could do people just love that for what we did differently is that we had cor- uh, corporations. Our biggest draw is not just the everyday person that's coming to a room, but we, we would do nine, 12 birthday parties at a time on a weekend up in Garwood, right? And corporate events, we worked with a lot of them. We wanna, what we were able to just do recently now is make some of our games virtually. Because we're the largest escape room business in the world, if we need more rooms, we can go to other um, escapology franchises within the world. And we can bring the corporate. I'm working with a girlfriend up north in Bergen County. She's a big time VP who would always fly out to Tel Aviv to do um, business out there. So we're actually going to be doing um, they're going to be doing a team building event by doing it through Zoom. By solving the puzzles, and we have somebody, an actual live person who will be in the room with a camera on them, walking through and listening to them. So we had to change our business model for the corporation. Wait, that's fun.
0: It's so, so fun. Now, fun. did you have to? Being that Escapeology is a franchise, I worked for a franchise at one point in my career. Do you? Did you have to do? do you have autonomy when you make these decisions for your business or yes. do you have to do what Escapeology has asked no, you to do
3: that's why we chose Escapeology when we were looking at it we wanted to be able to make it our own even that. in our lobby i mean you ladies can come check we have leather couches um we used to be before COVID, byob mm-hmm. so girlfriends would come and they would hang out and they would have a, like a cheese platter have a couple of drinks after the game and just relax and chill and that's what we really wanted to bring back to it. So now we can do it virtually. We could do virtual with bringing, um, like, isoms. They're all over the place now. They haven't come back into Bellworks yet. Soon, I hope, IFF or Guardian. And bring teams back together because that's something that I know my manager for my other yeah, life. Yeah, and they're
0: going to want that. They're going to want ways to connect. We had a panel last night with, with moms about going back to work. And on the Dreamcatcher's Facebook page. And we were talking to our, our girlfriend, Marsha. She works in pharma at um, Bristol Myers Squibb and was talking just about how much she misses her team and how much she misses even like the person you'd like bump into at the like water cooler. Yes. Like there's no like, Hey Joe, what's up? Like it's just missing. Right. So she's scheduling now these one-on-ones or, you know, and this is a great idea for a company to schedule these team building events virtually to reconnect with each other.
3: Often we're on these zoom meetings and it's work. It's always
0: work. And it's
3: like, oh, let me turn it off so no one can see me because I have to do five other things. This I can actually truly be engaged engaged with. Yeah. And we're trying to repeat what we did up in Garwood with Homedow down here. Um, we feel comfortable enough working with the, um, with the building um, that on September 24th, we're having our um, grand opening. And we went ahead and went to the other businesses around and said, do you want to be a part of this? This is a team thing. I love Let's, it. Yeah, so we're having um, Oasis. They're going to be doing their one year uh, grand, uh, one year opened or one year anniversary. We'll bring in Swing Loose. We're trying to work with Jersey Freeze. We also went ahead because it's about bringing uh bringing uh people to the building for all of us. Um so we contacted Cousins Maine Lobster. They'll be here between 11:30 and 7 on the 24th selling lobsters and we'll have a tent out there and we're trying to get Jersey Freeze to sell ice cream out there. I'm in. Sounds great. But, yeah, just See something you there. else to do. That's fun, you know? And I'm really I'm actually more excited than our grand opening, which I think will be amazing <laughs> because I'm doing a lot of work for it. it'll be great. It's going to be great. But this Friday the 18th We had only four rooms open now we're able to have six and we have two new games called lost city and mayday and one of them i'm sorry maybe because my husband's a pilot it's air force one and my husband and business partner before COVID flew out to florida picked up actual airplane parts and drove them all the way back so to me it's just the labor of love in that room and it's just you know it's just a great way to escape and we've had to do a lot of pivoting But we've also been realizing what we did right. And it's just really fortunate to be able to open up other rooms, bring people in and families, make people smile again, as well as bring attention to this building because the block needs it. The block needs Literally and figuratively. Yeah.
0: Gifting people a way to escape. Now, walk me through if I'm, I'm now on your website or I'm local, yeah. and I am local, yeah. so this is not asking for a friend, I'm asking for myself, and I am a family of four mm-hmm. or a family of eight, am mm-hmm. I allowed to come in with another family? Yeah, so that's a great question. So we are making rooms
3: up to eight, but most importantly, and this is the thing about escape We're out, seven and a
0: half. One of them is yeah. like a little, is really little. Well, you actually- <laughs> He actually needs to be trapped in the room. room. Yeah, I'm going to- we, we just leave him in the him room. room, actually? <laughs> so well, we'll take your three-year-old and my four and a half-year-old, <laughs> and we'll just lock them in the room. And the and the point is to try to- Actually, I'm- escaping and out. they're in the room. But we'll give them okay. some books. Sorry. <laughs> well, Sorry we digress. digress.
3: No, no. I, I, that's what I do for a living. Yeah, I digress. Um, actually, I'll make you guys even happier is that uh, November 7th, we're opening up a room. We're going to change out a room here called uh, Saving Santa.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love so it. So cute. And it's awesome. for the
3: children. And I will guarantee that you will get out and find <laughs> Santa Claus because I'm not paying your child therapy bills that you did not find Santa Claus. <laughs> on the, um, we're doing it this year on the Polar Express on the train. So, so cute. we're doing that way. And most importantly, what people feel the safest about with escapology of Garwood and Homedale is that we're exclusively private, which means that if you and your sister wanted just to come the two of you, because you just are like, I just want to do this. What is this girl talking about? And I don't want my kids. It would just be the two of you. If you came as your family of eight, it would just be the eight of you. We would never put you in with strangers.
0: Got it. I love that. It's terrific. (laughs) Well, I could talk about these things all day. I think, you know, one of our favorite questions to wrap, you know, as obviously so many things that you guys have said have been so helpful to both Marissa and I, I'm sure I have like a list going in my head of like what I want to do right now. I want to like download something from you and like go to your workshop and then go to your room, like literally all right now. Um, I love to talk about, you know, we said this earlier, things that I think that I'm just kind of turned on by right now. I'm so inspired by how people have pivoted and the fact that you guys have all survived. um, Thrived. And thrived, really, in this time and created new ways to do business, service your customers and patrons in different ways. I love, love, love all of this. Do you have any, not to put you on the spot, but we love to kind of close with a fun question that's unrelated to your, you know, I always say like shake it off for a second, like enough about all of us. But really to to highlight or shine light on an, either another local business, another person, another something that you just feel has done awesome work right now, right? That you want to shout out because what we typically do is then we tag them and share it and just try to, sh- as Marissa and I always do, we just try to bring light and shine light onto topics, conversations, businesses, And the positivity is contagious. contagious. Let something else be contagious. Yeah, so we like, all of your stories are wonderful and inspirational, but I also wanted to take a moment, if you don't mind, um, we jokingly say, our last question is typically, like, if you could travel anywhere with your friends and your husband and whatever, where would it be? And now we just laugh and say, like, literally anywhere. Like, I would go on my front lawn without my kids for, like, five minutes if I could. Um, Here, right now. Bell works. But, um... Instead of that question today, I'd love to just final, you know, our final question to be about your brand crush, as we call it. Like, what are you crushing on right now? Who are you thinking is doing like a wonderful, wonderful job during this? Anybody can start if you have one. You have one? Marlena, go ahead. Um,
2: I've been amazed watching um, some local businesses just keep shining through this. Um, And a few um, that I'd like to mention that because I've been inspired by them is um, Sojourn. Jorn in um, Bradley Beach. They've mm-hmm. been doing an amazing job with posting what they have going on. They recently opened before um, COVID hit. And as well as... Um Bungalow Road right by me I'm in Atlantic yeah. Highlands and um, Oyster General as well in Atlantic Highlands. Um, I've been inspired by um, these small shops how they they were doing like personalized shopping where you can make your own appointment to go in and choose what you would like. They were posting every day of items on their stories that were for sale and I um, I think it's just an, an amazing time to show support for local um, communities and local businesses so when you can to shop local because it's really, um, it's inspiring to watch people put their dreams to life and in any way that we could support them as they're the ones that really care about us and are giving back to our communities all the time.
0: I agree. Great. Yeah. What about you, Jessica? Anything in particular? I don't have... uh, Or like any restaurant that you've ordered from that like helped you survive this time or anything else that you want to shout out?
1: Um, I don't really have anything specific, but I have really been trying to stop at as many farm stands as I can. Mm -hmm. Because Monmouth County has so many farms. Um, and it's been a really great experience. I went to one yesterday that's literally two minutes from my house. It's so close and I've never been there before. Um, So I decided to stop in and it was such a wonderful experience. Um, You know, there was a a little chicken roaming around the outside of the store and um, I actually came in there for um, arugula and she had just sold out of arugula and she said, "Do do you have a couple minutes? And I was like, yeah, I have all day. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she went to the field and got the arugula for yeah. me. Um, so it was awesome. just, you know, I have the freshest arugula now, and it was just such a great experience. Um, so that was at the farm, and and it's in um, the Howell Farmingdale area. Um, so that's been really really fun. And there's a bunch of farm stands right here in Homedale. There's one down the street. So it's been really cool to eat locally and and, and really. Really fresh,
0: <laughs> I love that. So I'm having lunch at your house. Is what you're yeah, saying? You know, like you're okay. making us. A oh, I love to cook. I'm over. <laughs> I love that. What about you? I know that you don't live locally, but obviously yeah. you're here often. Anything locally or anywhere else that you think is just doing a killer job right now?
3: So something that very interesting and what's important to me is because I think it's my previous life of always wanting to help is that escapology Now we're, we're every month we're selling t-shirts. To donate to charities Mm. we're picking a charity to donate and i think that's so important so for me i look at those small businesses that were really charitable to those people that really got us through and those are the the doctors and the nurses, and I look at the community that I live in. Unfortunately, it's a little bit north of here, you know, but of Westfield. And there was this great pizza place. It was called Out of Hand Pizza mm. in Westfield. Um, and this gentleman came in only under two years ago, year and a half, and he did an exceptional job of immersing himself into the community. And people would con- just donate money and say, I wanna feed St. Barnabas in Livingston. I wanna go ahead and send money, uh, send food over to Robert Wood Johnson. So I think in this community, so pre COVID we just started doing the shirts. Now I know that's the right thing to do because I wanna be just like that gentleman who owns out of hand pizza because I just think that's exceptional to give back to those people that are giving us so much. Even to, um, I remember when they did a large order to the ShopRite, mm-hmm, when, I- the, when all the employees are working there and they didn't know, what they were doing this is before they knew they were getting that little incremental raise you
0: know and and yeah, they were just out there doing their job
3: yeah just because they had day. to exactly we're, you know I, I
0: couldn't agree with you more marissa and i when we launched the dream Catchers web felt very strongly that a portion of our membership should go back yes. to somewhere um, we struggled with figuring out which cause we like to support a ton of causes I think so many different groups and areas of life right now are struggling, but we chose um, the Mental Health Association of Monmouth County. Amazing. So a percentage of all of our memberships goes back there because as we like to say and it says on our website, you know, this is the time to shine light in the darkness and mental health is such an important part of career and your day to day. And obviously all of you have some sort of connection, I'm sure, to mental health and why you do what you do and helping people t- to escape. So a hundred percent agree with you is giving back in some way, even if you can only give a little, um, we also do a dream masters Academy classes where we have somebody like say Marlena coming in doing a class for our web members. And then we ask our dream, um, dream makers that are doing the class to pick a charity and where are we going to donate, you know, proceeds for that. And so anything that we can be doing as we've created this business. And I love hearing that too. Um, you know, to give back to something, to somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's the local farms or the library or anything else that's struggling right now, because everyone's just trying to do the best they've got.
3: Because there's going to be far too, um, too many businesses, somebody's dreams, as you put it, somebody's Mm -hmm. dreams, their hopes, dreams, all the money that they did disappeared because one day we woke up and realized there was a virus and we didn't have a cure.
0: Mm-hmm. Not
3: that they did anything wrong and that just breaks my heart. I, I agree, agree with you.
0: And the truth is, is we we all need to move forward. Correct. We all need to live with this. We yeah. can't not live with this. Yep. And that I think six months in is where we are. It's pretty We're much six living. months to this We're weekend. We're six months right mm-hmm. now where we, and time heals everything, right? And we don't know what healing looks like, but we need to move forward so i first of all i commend all of you for joining us this morning i thank all of you for joining us this morning i did not say this prior but i I will say it now the the words escapology or the words escaping reality is 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 tongue-in-cheek but in all fairness the conversation we're having in this moment is actually fairly emotional right so for anybody in any stage in any part of their career right now just trying to find little moments or finding the joys for themselves, for their family that feel happy, mm-hmm. that feel like you've gotten some time back in a different way or the old version of you, which by the way isn't coming back, and that's okay, is, is, is powerful. Mm-hmm. So if I get to do something fun with my kids and my sister and we come to you for an hour, I'm excited about that. And like it's a, it's a new approach, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, using your word, finding new ways to be vital, right? Vitality, yeah. And and, and doing things different and, and doing it safely or doing what Paola and Brooke did is making something that would be scary or, or, or cold feel warm and safe. Listen, I mean, I say yeah. this often, but I say it now and I might cry, so just forgive me because I cry like at least once a panel and it, I feel it coming, is that whenever in doubt, just look at a little kid, right? Like I watch my four and a half year old put on his mask and go to school and he could not be happier he's just finding joy he's happy to see his teacher he wants to see his friends I'm like dude like I just want to be Elliot when I grow up except for the fact that I want to you know put him in one of the escape rooms sometimes but like (laughs) it's so true like if we could just find a little bit of that joy whether it's through either uh, any of your businesses coming to Bellworks experiencing something that one of the first things we did as a family was come to Bellworks to the drive-in movie and do something that was like out of the ordinary with the family and it's if we can find joy and 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 impart it on others like that's I mean we're winning thank you for your hard work ladies yeah and thank you for being here today anything that we did not get to ask you anything you wanted to be able to say I know many of you mentioned some dates coming up that were important to your businesses anything else that we didn't get to ask you that you wanted to make sure you said while we're still live What's your favorite book right now, Jessica? Oh yeah. What's your favorite? book? What are you book? reading? Ah, on the spot. <laughs> um,
1: right now, I just finished uh, the unauthorized biography of Superman, which oh. was fantastic. That it sounds was like so something good. Ming would like. Um, I yeah, d- <laughs> Ming, that's a that's a Ming book. Oh, I I'm I'm very into to superheroes and to hear the history behind superheroes. It was really, I mean, there's so much behind it. I love that. Yep. It was really, really interesting, really great read. Um, It is nonfiction, but it definitely reads like fiction. It's chronological, it reads just like a story. So I really liked it.
0: (laughs) I love that. And my most important question of the day is what time does Jersey Freeze open? <laughs> <laughs> is it too early to is try it? Is too early to have Jersey Freeze? <laughs> uh, well, thank you ladies for being here and gentlemen off camera. Thank you to Ming and the team of Shared Universe for helping us with our sound. Thank you to our friends at MPZ Design and Bellworks for having us today. Thank you for everyone that listened and we will see you at the We're next outwork. We love and you. We are back live and hopefully Bye. this is the first of many out here on this beautiful roof Thanks deck. for escaping with us today. Thank you you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you you for coming.